I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the most successful of them all? At the beginning of her new book, Maria Bartiromo, the US financial journalist and television anchor, describes herself gazing at her own reflection and asking, Maria... Are you a success? The answer turns out to be a lengthy one, running to 293 pages, in which the money honey, as she's known, ruminates on her own life and on the lives of the famous people she has interviewed and produces the 10 laws of enduring success. I tried the same trick one day last week and stared at myself in the mirror as I was cleaning my teeth. Lucy, are you a success? I asked. It was hard to concentrate on the question as my eyes kept straying to the roots of my hair and I wondered how much longer I could last without having to visit the hairdresser again. But I forced myself to focus and came up with some simple points that can be expressed in just a few hundred words. For a start, this isn't a good question to ask. You should no more inquire whether you are successful than whether you are happy or whether your life has any meaning. If you decide the answer is no, then you feel horrible. But if you answer yes, then that's complacent and arrogant and will almost certainly mean you'll soon come unstuck. The few times in my life when I've felt successful, I've celebrated by screwing up royally almost at once. The really successful people I've come across fudge the question. They feel successful but paranoid at the same time. They live either in mortal dread of losing that success or in a state of gnawing dissatisfaction, wanting even more. And so I thought of these people and wondered what were their enduring laws of success. Before I'd even finished cleaning my teeth, I'd completed my list, which has only two items on it. The first and most important is luck, yet it never gets a look in in books on the subject. You need to be as wildly successful as Warren Buffett to admit that the biggest thing he ever did right was being born white and male in the US at that particular time. Most successful people have had big lucky breaks at birth and a succession of smaller ones thereafter. The second law is ambition. Everyone who I have ever met who has been successful in business has really, really wanted that success. From this wild desire, almost everything else that you need flows. Hard work, thick skin and ruthlessness. Otherwise, I can only think of one other thing that is vital to success, at least in some lines of business. Good looks. If you're an Anglo-Saxon businessman, it's fine to be fairly ugly. But if, like money honey, you are female and want to make it on television, beauty is essential. So that's it. My two and a half laws of enduring success. Maria is evidently more ambitious than I am and so has worked harder to come up with her ten laws. But alas, some of hers are total duds. Her first law is self-knowledge. 
What was she thinking of? People who have a lot of self-knowledge understand their frailty and fallibility and this disqualifies them from having the total faith in themselves that they'll need to succeed. Then she claims integrity is essential. It would be nice if it were, but it so clearly isn't that it's not even worth debating. Most bafflingly of all, she says that humility is vital. If you live in the UK then I can see it's good to be fake humble, as we all like self-deprecation. But otherwise, humility is a disaster. In any case, it's not an enduring law that Money Honey has much truck with herself. On the cover of her book, the words Maria Bartiromo are in 72-point, glossy, serif typeface, heavily embossed. The name of the ghostwriter, I'm very impressed that a journalist has one, is in serif flat, matte, 18 point. There is one thing that features neither in my two and a half laws nor in Maria's ten, and that's ability. I've left it out not because it's unimportant, but because it's too common. There are far more able people than there are slots at the top. While I've been writing this, I've thought of one more law of success – to be able to say something obvious and make people think you've said something wise. All senior people in business do this effortlessly every day. What I've just said about luck and ambition is, of course, laughably obvious. But if you think it's wise, I can now go off to the hairdresser feeling flushed with success. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.